0: I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford. He don't make me feel I gotta kneel at a dark altar. His colleagues are cool, things are jolly and smooth. Anything else it'll be part stupid and part awkward. Do your homework before you talk to a vet
1: Well, thanks for joining there us for get getting comfortable with Mark Alford. Uh, we have a guest a very special guest with us today, Larissa Shively Vitt, who reached out to me through Facebook and started a conversation. Uh, I guess a couple of months ago, and we've kind of become friends, got to know each other through mm-hmm. our conversations, why did you reach out to me
0: originally? Do you remember? Um, I believe that you you quoted something on on a transgender article, mm-hmm. and I think I reached out to to correct, which I kind of that's all right. do that too way too much. Um, so I reached out correct the information. I can't even remember what it was about, but yeah, we started the conversation from there. And I've really learned a lot from you because you are a transgendered individual. Yes, it's it's transgender. There's no we don't become transgendered. Okay. So it's yeah. It's a, it's a, So just say you're transgendered. I am. I am a transgender woman. I'm a not, transgender woman. Okay. You don't. Yeah. I'm not trans. You don't. You can't put the ed on the end because it what's not an action. Gotcha. So yeah. You we, are
1: a transgender woman. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes, I keep
0: hearing the D. Okay. No, I'm yes. not saying. <laughs> I'll get. No, it right. I heard. Yeah, it's fine.
1: You're a transgender woman. Yes. What point in your life did you know that you were different?
0: I, I knew. I knew early. First grade. No, really? I mean that was the earliest. Yeah. You know, um, all the boys were over there playing with their cars, and yeah, I like cars, so I would play with them and enjoy. You know, and to make it look good, um, but I always. One to play more with with the girls, um, and it's just where I felt more comfortable being me. Um, raised in a very religious family, it was it was like uh, don't ask, don't tell, mm-hmm. and um, there was many times that I was asked if I needed to go to see a mental doctor, and you because know, you were playing with the girls
1: because I played with the girls. Well, all the no, time. no, no, no. Well, my best friends are girls.
0: It was uh, it was more of the I was extremely emotional back then, mm-hmm. and and I had a lot of female m- mental traits, emotional traits. Like what? Um, I was uh, very quiet and inner. Um, I I cry at the drop of the hat. So yeah. I mean, I'd get yelled at. I know I was. You know, was that why? So did you, you were j- more sensitive.
1: I was very sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Are you still that way?
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think I'm more more sensitive. Yeah.
1: Well, you seem very extrovert and sure of yourself now. Uh,
0: I'm an introverted extrovert. Um, yeah, if if I had my druthers, I'd be at home in my own little world doing my own little thing. But yeah, is
1: this uncomfortable for you here? Uh, yeah, really, it is. But well, why are you here then?
0: Because the way my life is going with uh, with what I'm trying to do with uh, my book, uh, my publishing company. I know that I'm going to have to be out mm-hmm. in the public from time to time, and you know, practice. No matter how good or bad you are, the more you practice, the better you get. Right. So um, I put on a good show.
1: Well, you're doing good so far. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make you
0: feel uncomfortable. Oh no, honest. no, not at all.
1: I always wonder because I'm I'm a ham, and so for me, I love being. In yes, front I of noticed
0: people. that.
1: <laughs> but I I do know that uh, public speaking is the number one fear over dying. Oh, absolutely. But so I, it's always – I'm trying to get a sense for how other people deal with being in public and uh, especially if you're um, someone who is different in our uh-huh. society that traditionally has not been accepted. That's got to be tough for you.
0: It is, and that's one of the reasons where I try stay away from people as much as possible. But at the same time, I know it's not healthy for me to lock myself in my house and work from my computer – write books, do my artwork, and just not be, you know, anti-socialism. Mm. Human beings are social people. When you go out in public, what is the reaction you get? Um, I get a lot of smiles. Um, we live in Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Um, they just pla- the, passed the, the NDO, the non-discrimination ordinance. Right. Um, and I was just thrilled. Um, I messaged the mayor through Facebook, uh, Stephanie Meyer, and uh, I said, thanks, you know. But um, do you
1: feel like some people are still not accepting? You know, of for you? the most
0: for the most part here in Kansas City, I feel that in general we have very few people that would get up in my face about it. Um, and it's it's mostly I shoot the smile, people smile back, mm-hmm. and when you're out there and you know people are looking at you and because you know i am six foot two um whether whether i'm genetic f- female or transgender being a woman that's six foot two is is kind of a weird thing right you know it's not something you know
1: you don't see a lot of six two women no abby comes close abby, yeah but you're actually taller than her you yes. just met her yes <laughs>
0: um i think tyra banks is six really? foot two. yes um so I, I know that people look at me, and, and the only time we do is, when I do, I make sure I lock eyes. It's, it's Even though it's a split second, it's an educational mm. opportunity. Do you feel people are judging you when they see Sometimes. You? I mean, it, it dep- actually depends on the person. Um, I can read the body language, mm. um, especially in the eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see if, if somebody is is not happy with you just by looking mm. at their eyes. And I've learned to pay attention to everything around me, Uh, people's movements, who comes in the door, who comes out of the door. Um, And I'm always aware of possible threats because, you know, they're out there. We've had um, 20 murders so far of transgender women. Uh, They were women. Most of them were women of Mm -hmm. color, but 20 this year. And several here in the metro. Yes, that really
1: hasn't gone reported as such. I mean, it may be mentioned, or you have to put two and two together. But they were transgender Mm -hmm. women, Mm -hmm. yes. Transgender women, uh, mainly of color, who were killed, and not necessarily for their transgenderism. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be careful here, but but that may have been a factor.
0: Absolutely. I mean. You don't know until you yeah. talk to the assailant and find out. I mean, everybody. So you're gonna,
1: you, you're being a former military person. Mm-hmm. You're you're on alert
0: always for always. potential threats. Yeah.
1: Even though you're six two. Yes. Oh.
0: You know, um, my my wife and I go go out together a lot. When I go out, um, I usually have somebody with me, um, and that's one reason I'm I'm shaking is mm. because I'm out of the house by myself. Mm. Where'd you meet your wife? Facebook really <laughs> yeah there was a there was a Facebook group that we we belonged to um, it was a lesbian coffee group um, great group a bunch of great women um, and totally inclusive and uh, we were talking I was having one of my bad days and um, along with because along with the with uh, going through what I'm going through people's reaction there's depression issues mm. um, what do you get depressed about?
1: Or is it more of a chemical thing?
0: Um it, it's a little, little bit of situational both situational. A little little bit of both. Um, you know, I have the chemical imbalance and it and it's nothing to do with the hormones. It's mm-hmm. it's just you know, my brain people have mental illness. It happens. That's that's me. I've got, you know, anxiety, depression, PTSD, lots of wonderful numbers and letters that the doctor has given me, but um, traumatic issues when, like, when my parents disowned me. Um, when did that happen? Um, a few years ago. <laughs> yes. Hmm.
1: I believe it was over politics. But you told them, oh, over politics. Yeah, we'll it was over politics. Okay. It was over politics. Are they Trump
0: supporters? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right.
1: We're, we're steering clear of that. But uh, I want to go back to first grade. Yes. And, and I'm sorry I'm skipping around. Oh, no, no, because no. Because I, I know that you said you do battle depression. Did you have that in first grade when you first realized that you weren't like all the other boys in your school?
0: Um, I, I believe I did. I mean, it wasn't a big thing. You Well, it was a big thing. But back in the 80s and... and late 70s it's not something you talked about mm-hmm. and, and kids
1: picked up that quick you know well we didn't have the term even transgender back then I don't believe it was transsexual it was transsexual and that's not allowed that's not a good term anymore right
0: it, it depends on the transsexual is, is more of a specific it's for um, and it's what used to they used to refer to as a trans when a transgender woman mm-hmm. goes through the actual transition and from sexual reassignment surgery, correct? Okay, or gender affirmation surgery. Oh,
1: new term, gender affirmation surgery.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, the, the, the acronym GAS really is kind of <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> so, all right, <laughs> you're funny, Larissa. I try. So, what about persons who, particularly men who like to dress up in women's clothes those for some are the, gratification though, out of that, like um, Marv are, Albert or Hoover. Those mm-hmm. are Hoover?
0: Uh, those are called transvestites, you know, just like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, and that's and still an acceptable term? I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I keep myself away, and with the surgeons of the transgender youth, which I would talk about later because that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. I've started publishing um so much more has come out um, with with um, bisexuals are making more prevalence in the in the gay community as long with uh, asexuals pansexuals um, and there's probably more that I, I, I that I don't know about um, I call it the rainbow alphabet because you know they keep adding letters um, and now I lost my total train of thought. That's I apologize.
1: Right. I'm skipping around. <laughs> we were back in first grade. Uh huh. I was talking about, about depression. depression and your parents. And then we got on the topic of different terminologies for. Mm-hmm. So, how your parents tried to get you, they thought you needed help, right?
0: No, no. They, they would make hints that I would, you know, if, if I didn't change my behavior, they'd take me to a doctor, oh, quote I see. unquote.
1: Yeah. And did this come from uh, their religious
0: beliefs? Yeah. Um, my, my dad is from a large Catholic family, mm-hmm. and my mother is from a large Southern Baptist family. So, yeah, I got it both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the whole Catholic school thing going on with the, with, the, with the nuns. I went to Catholic school until the eighth grade. So at what point did you tell them
1: that you were really female?
0: I kept it in until 2001. 2000 is when I came out. So for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And it's mostly because of, of religious indoctrination. You know, I'm not, I'm not against Christianity, I'm against organized religion. Um, we should be able to be, giving, be given the facts, but not only one, from one source, but from all over. I mean, that comes with religion and theological um, knowledge as well. We were all given uh, a brain and a mind and, and a way to think, and especially in in this political climate, I see a lot of a lot of followers, and not a lot of people who are thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, a lot of emotion gets involved, and I totally understand that. When uh, when the military ban was first introduced, before it went uh, before the 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 courts got involved. Mm-hmm. Um, it used I used to be
1: don't ask, don't tell.
0: Uh huh. Um, and then I, I was, when, when Mr. Obama got in and, and, mm-hmm. and lifted everything, I was great. If, if I could have transitioned while in the military, I would have stayed in. I was in for six years and I would have been a lifer. Hmm. But it was getting to the point where there was, uh, it was all starting to boil over. Um, I got out in 1999, um, bought a house and um, I was in my garage. I, I liked to play with cars. I had, my first car was a 1948 Chevy. Wow. And uh, my dad was into old hot rods, so I was getting into them as well. And it was just something I liked as a kid. Um, but that the garage was my escape. I went out there, I was away from family, friends, everything, and that was my time. Um, but it got to the point um, that I had a hundred foot extension cord wrapped around my neck and I was ready to take the step in the garage, in the garage. It was wrapped around the Raptors. Um, I had taken the car all the way apart down to just the frame and tires and it rolled really, really well. So I stood up on the frame and I was getting ready to kick it out from underneath me. Um, I had a, I had a religious spiritual coming to Jesus kind of moment. Um, there was a hand on my right shoulder. Um, I could feel the weight of it, and then a thought came into my head that was totally against what I was going. My thought process at the time was my family and my friends would have been better off without me because I was so broken. Um, But the thought came to me which was totally said that your son would be better off being raised by two women than one parent so and and that was that was the time that i I realized um the universe a god whatever you believe in was telling me that yeah you are who you are and if it's cause if this is causing you this much pain take the steps to what to what you need to do to be happy Mm. and um are you happy now yes absolutely absolutely um my journey is not complete um i've got Technically, one little surgery left. and um, But at this moment, I am, I am happy. And, and, and I, that's one of those things I realized on my way to the office yesterday. I was like, you know, the way things are going, my life is great. Um, I don't have a, a mansion to live in. I've got a really small duplex in Shawnee. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The rent's paid. The electricity's on. And I got Fox 4 Morning News every morning.
1: You know, how can it get better than that?
0: <laughs>
1: Brownie points for Larissa over here. I, like
0: I said, I try. I got jokes. They may not be good, yeah. but I
1: got them. <laughs> you still battle with depression, though, occasionally, right? Yes, I do.
0: Um, I'm on medication. Uh, the Veterans Administration is is great for um, helping with depression. And they're actually really good with um, LGBTQ+. Uh, support hmm. medically. Um, they'll take care of pretty much everything except the actual um, gender, gender affirmation, affirmation sur- sur- yeah. surgery. Yeah. See, I'm learning these terms. Except for the gas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, give where do the- you get that done?
0: Um, there are several places uh, Here in town. Uh, um, actually, Ku does the gender really? affirmation right. surgery. Yes, know that. Uh, I've talked to. Um, what does that cost? Total. Total. I don't want to say total package, but the, total. The the actual the actual um, Tijuana tuck and roll.
1: Yes, um, I'll let you use the terms and I'll laugh. You know, um,
0: is, I call it I call it a plumbing upgrade. I'm going from outdoor to indoor plumbing. Okay. Um, but and, and that actually varies. There's there's a lot of hospitals that are taking advantage of the transgender people and actually charging anywhere from twenty to forty thousand just for the gender reassignment. And that's just, you know, mm. when you don't have insurance. Right. Very this is re- all out of pocket, right? Yeah, it's all out of
1: pocket. Can you make payments? They allow you to make payments. Um, you have to save up for
0: There's, it. there's, there's, you know, there's credit options that mm. you can get. And I went from having really bad credit because I quit using credit and now I have no credit. And you know, so those are not, a th- that's not an option for me. Mm. So um, yeah, I got to do this the hard way. Go fund me. I've tried to GoFundMe. Yeah. I've actually got a GoFundMe account on there, but uh, mm. I don't think people see actual gender reassignment mm. as, as a medical emotional need. Why is it important
1: for you to have the ch- a complete change in physiology? Because psych- psychologically, you seem complete. Why is it important to have the completion of the physiology?
0: Well, I, I, started this, I started this trip in 2000, 2001. Actually, February 3rd, 2001, the day after the ice storm. And that's how I remember it. Wow, I remember that storm. Um, Nobody had power no, for a week. But uh, I went to the clinic down there on Southwest Boulevard and that was the first time I got my prescription for hormones And you know, and I celebrate February 3rd as my second birthday every year. Um there's a few clinics, but there's you know it's not that there's not that much available for transgender persons. It's helping, it's getting there mm-hmm. um, slowly. Um, the whole uh, current administration is is a big roadblock, and yeah, um the Trump administration yes, yes, how so? um well, we have the 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 Supreme Court going. Right now. In
1: fact, there's a case just hit today. Uh, It's the first couple of days in session for the 2019 session. They're hearing a very important case that's going to be a landmark decision on uh, discrimination against LGBTQ plus individuals. uh, And whether that is permissible or whether when uh, it talks about sex, if that is uh, uh, gender or an act or orientation. I think that's how it's laid out there. Correct.
0: Um, they're they're thinking they they want to define sex as biological sex, mm-hmm. and take orita- orientation and, and identity com- completely out of the equation. Therefore, legally erasing the LGBTQ community. If that makes sense, it's it's an attempt to you know, as soon as the Trump administration came into power, everything on the government website relating to the LGBT community was gone. They took it all what off. What was on there that was um, th- There was stuff on there about, um, you know, they would do about pride, and Obama was a great, great supporter of the LGBT community. Um, you know, there was government offices and government help for LGBT community, and, and there was a lot of information on the website, and um, they took it all off. And any mention of LGBTQ, uh, gay, lesbian, or transgender, person is just, um, was, was gone like overnight.
1: Do members of the LGBTQ plus community want acceptance or affirmation or both from the rest of the population?
0: I think they want both. They want to be accepted as into society as who they are. And, you know, when you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror, that's you, no matter What you like, what you think, what you do, each person, each individual sees themselves in a different way. Um, The transgender brain is is kind of weird. Um, I've done a lot of research and reading on this because when I first realized that this was being transgender, in first grade you don't know what this is. Right. You just know how this feels. And now when... Um, I, I think they're coming out you know, younger, younger, younger. We have a, a more open society, and they're not as afraid uh, even as you know four, five, six, ten. I was scared to death. You know, this is not something you you talk about. Mm-hmm. If you talk about it, they're going to send me away. you know, and that's what I went through that's that's how I felt. So the transgender brain basically has or the the brain has three things in there that you have your genetic sex your X and Y chromosomes okay that should that should when, when a child is born that should determine their their genetic biological sex but even the X and Y chromosomes have variations also so you have variations of intersex uh intersect individuals as yes, everyone has
1: traits of both male absolutely. and female just like god
0: absolutely absolutely there's there's everybody has a duality mm-hmm. but for each person that duality is is going to um, rock one way or the other on the on the pendulum um, with with a transgender person yeah you you're you are genetically male but there's, actual a, there's a Swiss study that was done back, uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s that said that there's an actual spot in the brain that determines, that tells you what you identify as. And it's a different size. The hmm. spot was a different size between women and, and genetic women, genetic men. So they, they did a study of kebab- cadavers. And they took that part of the brain. And mm-hmm. for women, it's smaller. For men, it's larger. And they found out for transgender women and men, th- for transgender women, that part of the brain was more female. It was smaller. And um, so there's an actual part. And our orientation is, is sexual orientation, uh, gender identity, and uh, genetic. Those are all separate, though. Your orientation, right? Those are all right? separate. Yeah, they're all separate individuals, uh, individual entities in themselves, in different parts of us. Now, most of most of you people are lucky, and they all mesh together. And you know, there's some of us for some reason. Um, it doesn't sink. It, it, yeah, it didn't sink. And I used to think. Um, it took me a while to realize there's a reason. There's a reason for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, my purpose in life is to educate um, and inspire. You know, this is a situation where there are a lot of... The transgender world is, is opening up. The entire, entire LGBTQ world is opening up. And Why do some people see that as a threat? I, you know, I... Um, I see that a lot of it is a threat. Um, there's there's kind of a joke between the gay and, and the LGBT community that that these people that are so upset are actually in the closet. They don't want to get caught, so they point the point the finger at, at somebody right. else and but say, that's "Hey, not look what they're the doing." Case. No, it's not. But um, so, what do you
1: think is at the heart of people's unacceptance and feeling like it is a threat?
0: You know what makes people feel and do, I I don't know. Um, There's uh, misguided theological uh, portions here, Um, but I think this is something that is a cycle and it's learned from generation to generation to generation because children are going to listen to, are going to hear what their what their parents say. And if their parents aren't for it, for one reason or another, um, it's going to grow up. Oh, well, my dad doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. you grew up idolizing your dad. I know I did. If it was a General Motors car and he couldn't put it back together and fix it, you needed a new car. I idolized him. So uh, our children children do that too. And what you say, what you do, and your reactions, they're going to pick up on. You know, and a lot of it, a lot of it is, you know, my daddy says, my mommy says. You mm-hmm. know, if we don't teach, teach our children, kids to be open and accepting this whole cycle of hatred is going to continue Mm -hmm. and and i think it starts at the at at the family level
1: aside from the political differences with your parents did you reconcile with your father
0: no we have not we have not spoken in probably two three years
1: but you were transgender before that i mean yeah that was that
0: was kind of weird um they were okay with me being transgender, but they refused to um, use proper pronouns or uh, I, I had my name changed several years ago. And so they still refused to call me by, and we call it dead naming. And it's, you know, for the transgender community, once you've had that legal name or you, once you've accepted yourself for who you mm-hmm. are and you took on your new name, that's, that's your identity. That's who you are. You're no longer the other person. the other person. Hmm. So do you um, even
1: say your old name anymore? I don't even want to know what it from, is. From time think? to time,
0: no. yeah, from time to time. Um, but, but it's like it's
1: a, Is it kind of like an out of body experience when you think about that other person that that's not me? It never was. Well, and
0: my name was was a very common. Common name. And every time... Uh, you hear I th- that name? Every time I... Yeah. It's, I start... Does your head turned still? You a know, bit? I have to stop myself. And then after a while, I'm like... After a while... That was at first. And then I just like cringe. How did you choose Larissa? It was a version of my... Uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. at the time, I was trying to make accommodations for my parents. Because I know it's, it, it's not easy on, mm. on the family. Because you've grown up knowing this person is this. And... Especially, I can see it now, parents are realizing that their children were hurting so much for most for all this time in their life. And today's society is so amazing because these younger children are, you know, they have the courage to go up to their parents and say, I'm, I'm not Bob. I'm mm-hmm. not Jim. I'm, I'm this. Um, and... They are saving themselves so much pain, doing that. It's 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 un- and,
1: and possibly their life.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. There are a lot of, of children, uh, LGBTQ youth, um, that that don't don't have it so good. Um, disowned, kicked out of the house. Um, there are a lot of LGBTQ homeless youth, even here in Kansas City.
1: Who've um, been disowned by their
0: parents, and that's why they're homeless. Yep, they have no place to go. What do they do? They have actually. There's it's a nice little subculture. I learned about this from a friend of mine because you know I I've kept myself through my transition away from everybody, but I have uh, a really dear friend um, Kelly who's who grew up almost on the streets as, as a young trans woman. Um, she would do drag shows and uh, other things to help with her transition. She didn't have any support. She did it on her own. And and the woman is just amazing um, because she did it on her own. But she has shown me a small culture of the LGBTQ youth and the homeless one. She said they had little houses that, you know, they would have one gay, gay, lesbian or transgender uh, house mother. Mm-hmm. take care of the whole house, make sure they were going to school, make sure they were doing this, you know, uh, making something of themselves. And uh, Marcia Johnson, she was the the trans lady um, that actually kind of uh, started the whole Stonewall Inn thing. Um, She had what they called Star House. And it was a, it was kind of a place for homeless uh, LGBTQ youth that she took care of. Um, I've, I'm working with my, this wonderful friend of mine, Kelly, and we're going to try to open a star house, Kansas city. Wow. So I want to have, I want to be able to take care of those. I mean, it, it's rough, it's tough, but these, these kids are still worth it. They, they need to have that opportun- opportunity to, uh, find out their skills and talents and, and thrive. Hmm. And, you know, that's the whole transgender LGBTQ thing that we're working on is we are fighting for our right to exist, and and it's weird that we even have to have this legislation that that has to define our gender and, and who we are and protect you in the workplace. We should not need be need to be protected. We should not need any kind of extra lit. Uh, you know, extra laws to uh, to protect Your us. Basic Nobody human should. Rights. No. Human rights are human rights. Whether, you know, whether I wear a dress or wear I whether I wear jeans, um, you know, whether I knit or um, I'm a house cleaner, I work on cars, no matter who you are. And in, in our Constitution, we the people, we are... Granted, inalienable in, rights of not to own a gun, mm-hmm. but
1: life, liberty, life, and
0: liberty, madness. and the pursuit of happiness. And I'm sorry, Mr. Trump, you harsh. him I mellow? Hmm. You are really. I mean, the administration is really. We had made so so many strides under the Obama administration. But he did campaign as being friendly to the LGBT community. Oh yeah, community. he he did. But if you notice the picture of him using the, wearing the big rainbow flag yes. he was waving the lgbtq plus was written in sharpie so uh, what's the I, significance of that it was, it was
1: a add-on last minute or it was like,
0: an add-on yeah. last minute you know it was i actually take it as as uh, an insult hmm. we didn't have a proper flag with proper we didn't care yeah. letters and
1: stitching and
0: yeah exactly
1: we didn't take the time do you think the religious right has had something to do with that is is oh, influence
0: oh absolutely in the White House, oh, absolutely, um, Billy Graham, um, Robert
1: Jeffries from mm-hmm. Dallas, oh, absolutely, a lot of the pastors who are counseling um, President Trump, and,
0: and and I find that weird because that we have all of these um, people on the right, and when you hear about things on the news about um, uh, child trafficking. Um, the the rape um and molestation mm-hmm. you always see these high profile um conservative men pop up you know up. they there was a guy from uh um, Arizona recently i was reading um this morning i just glanced at it that uh he's been indicted for uh, uh, child trafficking mm. um the, mono- the the minority children wow so yeah
1: Speaking of skills, you told me in the coffee room that you used to work, uh, you were in the Army, mm-hmm. you did several tours overseas, and you worked on Apache helicopters. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me about that.
0: Ah, uh, the age 64 Apache helicopter. Great um, it, right aircraft. Um, it's a fighting machine. Yeah, it's a tank killer. Mm-hmm. Um, I joined the military, and in, I was 22. Um, I wasn't quite right out of high school, and it was one of those things, I thought if I had got a girlfriend, and I joined the military, and I got married, and I did all this manly stuff, it'd all go away. Um, Your desire to be a woman? Exactly. Um, And that's something that... um, Did you get married? Oh, yeah. I got married. Um, I've got, my son is um, 26. Mm -hmm. He's got a birthday next month, doing great. What's your
1: relationship with him like?
0: He's 26. He's doing his own thing. Um, we talk from time to time on Facebook. Um, I'm going to see about getting together with him. Good. Uh, next That'd month for his birthday. His birthday's awesome. coming up. Um, he lives in North Kansas City. Um, yeah. What about your ex wife? Ex wife. Um, we still we still talk. Um, she's actually extremely conservative. Um, she's uh, a big supporter of Hannity and Glenn Beck. Um, so. Politically, we don't. So, you don't have drive. a lot of
1: peaceful Thanksgivings together?
0: No, no, we don't.
1: <laughs> um, All right, back to the Apache. I'm sorry, a spider web. Back to the Apache helicopter. You can take apart a whole Apache helicopter, yes. put it back together? 16,
0: um, when, when I first got to Germany, I was with the 2nd Squadron, 6th Cavalry Regiment, um, part of the 11th Aviation Brigade in Illesheim, uh, Germany. Um, I actually got to see the fruits of Mr. Clinton's uh, drawdown while I was in the military. Mm-hmm. I actually had friends in the military that lost their jobs. Wow. That was kind of wild. Um, they either got out or they had to reclassify. Um, but that was all part of the restructure. The, when we went to Germany, I was part of a, a larger maintenance group. Um, I was in charge of what they called phase maintenance. Um, and every hundred and fifty hours of flight hours, you bring the aircraft in, you tear it apart, inspect it nose to tail, top to bottom, inside and out, and at the same time you you have time to um, there's a debt cord that goes around the the side windows that burns the during a crash, it burns out and mm-hmm. you can escape if you're laying on your on the doors. Um, but that's, stuff like that gets changed. Um, any th- any discrepancies, things that are kind of broken but can still make the mission, um, we called it partially mission capable, those got fixed then. Um, smaller issues mm-hmm. that had just kind of been – I got to see um, logbooks from aircraft go from paper logbooks to laptop logbooks. I thought that was kind of cool. But um, – But yeah, um, the Apache.
1: How how does that fit into your book you've written? It's called entitled Dragon Squadron.
0: Oh yeah, Um, there's a lot of me, and it fits Mm -hmm. like like this broadcast. There's bits and pieces kind of scattered about the book, but it all draws together. Um, I drew upon my my military experience with uh, with helicopters, and since I worked on helicopters, I I have discovered I had an affinity for military. Uh, Vintage military aircraft Um, When I left Germany, I went to I was went back to North Carolina and I joined the army I was My unit was the army version of the Flying Tigers Hmm. when uh, You know back in 50s the Army and the Air Force split apart. We kept part of the the Flying Tiger tradition. So I was with the first of the 229th um, I got into the history, um, the um, American Volunteer Group that flew in China and over the jungles of Burma. Uh, Greg Boyington was big in there, Pappy Boyington from the Black Sheep Squadron. I was yeah. big about that when I was a kid. Um, reading and, and 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 enjoying all that, I, I put that in the book, um, and then I drew from my own personal experiences. Um, I do have a transgender character in the book. And it was a way for me to vent all my frustrations and, mm. and, and my feelings and what I was going through. Almost like journaling. Yeah, in a way. And this is a, for me, it was a fictional way to bring out a message.
1: Um, Where can people find the book, Dragon Squadron?
0: We are getting ready to do the third print. Um, originally, I, I self-published I didn't do so good. So um, I stepped back. um, I have the e-version on Amazon, uh, Google Amazon. Um, I think I have a link uh, on my website, theworksoflmvit.com. I've got a buying link on there. Kindle version is the only thing available. We're hoping to go uh, with the next printing by November. We want the next printing to be ready and it's going to come out in hardback.
1: Cool. You also, uh, love to barbecue and smoke. Oh yes. That's the plan I've for s- later. <laughs> I've seen your pictures of the brisket.
0: Oh, Amazing.
1: You did not bring any here for us. No.
0: Was. Um, I will have some Friday. Okay. We, I'm having an open house, uh, six to eight at the, my publishing company office. Um, it's kind of a hobby that's as, as, as a disabled transgender veteran, jobs aren't out there. Mm. Um, I, I the last job I worked is last time I worked was 2015, and that's when my ang, a lot of my anxiety and my PTSD started to manifest. Um, so I stepped away. When I first came out, I was working for a place called Aerospeed Speed Warehouse. Um, I had talked to HR. I had talked to my boss. Um, at the time, everything was hunky-dory. I came out. I started transitioning. Um, about three year, three months into my transitioning, I was fired. Um, they, they did not. They, of course, they're not going to tell you it's because you're transgender. And at that time, Kansas didn't have any protections. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the protections statewide we don't have still. Um, I'm sure Governor. Governor Kelly is, is working on that as well. So,
1: but that's what the Supreme Court case is about, absolutely we're talking about. So you and were directly, in your opinion, affected by absolutely by that.
0: That's that's hmm. uh, that's going to be my you know.
1: Well, we'll see how it turns out. They'll have a decision in June or July on that. Yeah.
0: My my question is if you can fire me for being transgender and not hire me hire somebody because they're gay how do we find work and how do we not end up on the social security system? Hmm. I I don't think the the whole picture is being seen here. Because if we can't find work, we're going to be on food stamps. We're going to be on social security disability. And like anybody else, we just want to have, we have the right to our life, liberty and pursuit of happiness. And part of that is, is having a, a satisfying career that you know helps make our wishes and dreams come true because everybody else wants to have a nice place to live they want to be able to drive a decent car you know it, people need to people need to work to live not live to work and society's so messed up Mark found, we're working on it though
1: you've found happiness though haven't you yeah
0: oh absolutely absolutely and I want to make it a point and try through this whole process, through uh, um, this particular uh, radio podcast, um, authenticity is important. Hmm. No matter what people think, the only thing that matters, the only person's opinion that matter about who you are is you. Because you are the only person that can define who you are.
1: Very well said. And that's why you matter. It ties into our campaign for mental health. And, uh, Larissa, I so much appreciate you being oh, absolutely. here. absolutely. Thank you for getting comfortable with Mark Alford.
0: Yo, I'm comfortable talking to Mark Alford. He don't make me feel like I gotta kneel at a dark altar. His colleagues are cool. Things are jolly and smooth. Anything else, it'll be part stupid and part awkward. Do your homework before you talk to a vet. That way you won't get no static coming from tech. I'm on my own planet. I'm in my zone. Damn it. I